everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three. Butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with r r in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. Let's talk some silver and black right now as we do every day at 7 o'clock. Got the, got the nice little Wimby highlights running right now on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, you could be watching some Wimby highlights. Now, are they highlights or lowlights if you get beat by 30? <laughs> Uh, I mean, what? I mean, they can be highlights of Wimby and lowlights of the team. That's how we starting. What is that? How we starting? What you're going to continue to? You see, you're part of the problem. Oh, what I do now? You're part of the problem. What I do? You're you. The way you just separated him from the pack is the reason why. Th- the Keldons and the whoever you want to throw in there. I don't want to just put Keldon. I think we're, he's the low-hanging fruit. The reason why they don't be passing the ball to him as much as they should because all y'all talk about is Wimby. Okay. And these, these are other alpha males. These are other grown men. These are other paid professionals that say, hey, what about me? I, I can play too. Did like, see, you're Parker part, you're not part of the pass problem. Kobe the ball because they only ask Kobe questions in press conferences? Don't do that. What? Don't do that. What? Don't do What'd that. What did I do? First of all, Kobe demanded the ball. Did John Paxson not give the ball to Jordan? Jordan would. Jordan DJ would, Armstrong? Jordan would punch you in the face if you didn't pass him the ball. Maybe Wimby needs to punch some people in the face. No. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No. Are you saying Wimby needs to start slugging? No, I don't want. Kelvin? I don't. I don't. I don't want anybody fighting. <laughs> I don't want anybody fighting. But when I'm you, just trying to find out the difference. Here. I just don't like how you separate him. Like, oh well, it could be highlights if you just do Wimby, and then it's lowlights if it's the rest of the team. That's not fair or true. It's not. I mean, Wimby's had his. I know we have. This I year. know. I know we having some fun with it, but still. But. <laughs> but that is part of the problem. Is it? The players need to be able to separate this. They, If they didn't know going into the draft when he had been talked about in this vein for two and a half years before even being declared. And I, you know what? It's unfair for me to even say that these guys have a problem with it. I'm thinking on how I would feel. I'm not saying that I, my ego would be bruised, but I would be determined to prove to people that I'm worthy, that I can that I can hoop too. Now, I'm not saying that I would deliberately not pass him the ball. I'm not saying any of those things. That's not how I'm wired. I'm a team guy. But I would want to make my mark. I would want to make my stamp. I would be getting my shots up. I'd be, I would be trying to let it be known, like, hey, by the way, the Spurs, especially if I'm, if, especially if I'm uh, now Vassell it, or Keldon, who have gotten paid by the franchise. Now, is it that or is it the fact that they don't know any better? 
They develop bad no, habits in a, in a losing season. Keldon developed bad shot taking because he, look, we, we say this all the time. Even on a bad team, they got guys scoring 20 something. Yeah, Doesn't somebody's got to score. Player. Yeah, don't make him a great player. Not at all. Not at all. I've, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm just saying. So I'd did be... they develop, did some of them develop bad habits during the tank? No, it's just unfortunate. It's going to sound like excuses. They're still, they're still figuring it out. So now over the weekend, since we've been gone, they did go up to Portland Thursday and Friday. They got the win on Thursday. And you immediately hit me on the WhatsApp. I don't remember if it was text or what or tweet. And you're like, was that good enough? Because if, if you weren't, if you didn't listen to the show last week because you're on vacation or whatever, we had, a spirit, we had a spirited debate <laughs> about should I be, because it started, it started with Rob. Rob was like, oh my God. Well, that's what he was drooling. Yeah, he was drooling all over Wimby. And I was like, look, I'm, I, look, I like what I'm seeing. I'm not in awe just yet. And then that led to our spirited debate on, and you were saying, no, I am in awe. My mouth is dropping when I see him play. And I'm just like, I don't know how you can say that when because this he's is the product. Doing similar things and even less time on the court than other greats yeah. before him. And guess what? Those greats, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, they also have records that mirrored this at that point in time. When did him walk into a ready-made team the way Tim Duncan did? No, and I, 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 I've let that comparison go a long time ago because of the situations. We, me, you, everybody, we overvalued how great this team was that Wimby was coming on to. We overvalued the talent that was there. When in actuality, if we're being honest with ourselves... Probably one starter that should be a starter. Who Vassell? That's it. Vassell. That's my guy. No, that's my and, guy. And He's my, my favorite. Not spur. my guy is in like uh, I'm gonna write or die. I'm just saying that's the guy on this team that I think would also be a starter on championship caliber rosters. I think you're going too far. No, no, He's no. He's not starting with the Celtics. He's not starting on Denver. He's not starting for the Denver Nuggets. You, you don't think he's starting? Over who? Who's their starting two? I'm not talking about him replacing Jamal Murray. <laughs> oh, you mean like over KCP? Yeah. Like he's a KCP is one of the best two-way players in the league. I see what you're saying, but I'm just saying when you say championship roster, I can't find a spot for him. I mean, I can. On the, you, you, he's not starting for the Celtics. Well, no, but that there's a logjam at the 2-3 on that team. You've got Jalen Brown. You've got two of the best players in the league playing at the same, basically the same position. Right. And so one of them's put at the two and the other's put at the three. So, no, he doesn't fit there. But, but you're just saying he's a starter in this yeah, league. Yeah. Would you not take him over, over Chris Middleton up in Milwaukee? Knock it off. You're not serious, are you? I am. Why would I start him over Chris Middleton? Because you don't like you don't think highly of Chris Middleton's game? I think he's okay. I think he the injuries have taken a toll on him recently. Look, well we we're splitting hairs. I like Devin Vassell too. Yeah. He's my favorite spur. You know, of course, we all love Wimby. But going back to Thursday, they got a win, 118-105. Wimby dropped 30 and Pledge let me know, "Hey, Rudy, was that good enough for you?" Look, he had seven damn blocks in that game with six assists and six rebounds. 
Was that good enough? <laughs> I've never said the kid wasn't talented, Pledge. I'm just not ready to. I'm just not drooling just yet. I you can't, just said you're not can, impressed. How can I drool when they got five? I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to see past the five wins. Like you, you're asking me. But I have to ask you to ask. Look past the five wins because like, this team is bad. What's surrounding Wimby is not good. So it's all on the players surrounding him. Nothing to do with him. No, he look. He has his hands in it too, but you're a victim of circumstance in a sense. You can't, like, Patrick Mahomes. I'm listening. If he went into the Bears, he doesn't have two Super Bowls. Well, look at him right now. Do you think the Chiefs are a Super Bowl team right now? I think they got Super Bowl caliber defense, but that offensive line and his weapons surrounding him are not good. And they were low managing him. 26. Four, six, eight minutes. Thirty-one a game. games in. Mm-hmm. Thirty-one games in. Not, not only playing in back-to-backs, by the way. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are we doing? Like, really? Like, seriously? Like, what are we doing when a 19 year old is being load managed? We're making sure he makes it uh, 20 plus years the way Tim Duncan did. Tim didn't start getting load managed till he was 90. Well, we have more information now. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm, you, I'm did you come serious. in here with a jar of excuses today? You got excuses for Texas. Now you got excuses for Wimby, too? No, I, it's not an excuse. It's a reason. I'm just saying. Like, he the only played 30 minutes a game. And the you got, Spurs and, figured out with Tim Duncan, if we do things right, we can extend his career. And we saw that come into even greater light with LeBron James, who has a whole nother four seasons of postseason playing. Like he's he's in the finals so much that he's played like three more seasons on top of his normal like season. So low. you're good with it? No, I'm not good with it. Not good I'm with just it, but you I get understand it. it. I understand what they're trying to do. And I, I do too. And why are we going to play in 45 minutes a game? No, no, no. I don't know. We're I, winning five games this year. You know what? The the we'll, I'll meet you halfway on. I'm cool with the 30 minutes a game. Like if they were 22 and 16 or something. Different story. At that point, you're playing for something. I, I'm, I'll meet you halfway. I'm, I'll, I'll, let's say, we'll cheers. Cheers on the 30 minutes a game. Cheers. Microphone cheers. But then on top of that, he can't play in the back-to-back. He's only playing 30 minutes a game, and he's got to sit on the, on, on, on the back-to-back for what? For what? For reasons that the Spurs team has decided is the best interest of his long-term health. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying it's great. I just understand. Much like last year when Joe Reinagle was losing his mind about all those losses and the weird lineups at the end of the game. I understand the assignment. I understand what you're doing. I don't have to like it. I understand it, though. I can see what's happening. So it helps me to come to terms with it. Well, and, uh, shout out to the YouTubers. Comment, like, subscribe. Rudolph Gonzalez says, well, the low manager was after he rolled the ankle. I, I'll take that. I'll take that. But if the ankle's that bad, why is he playing at all? Right? So I can't. I, I, I want to accept that from Rudolph. But if that's the case, then why did he play against Portland the first night? Why did he play against Boston on yeah. New Year's Eve? Just it's not the, it's it's not the ankle. Mm-hmm. It's legitimate low management 
for a 19-year-old that's only playing 30 minutes a game. I can't I, I, I can't rock with that, bro. I can't rock with that. I'm sorry. I get it. I understand. I'm frustrated with it, too. But at the same time, do I want to waste 40 minutes a game and playing back-to-backs for them to go and win three more games maybe this year? <laughs> Stop it. They better win more than three more games. Flash. No, no, I'm saying oh, with that's him 50 playing. Games, that's 51 games left. No, oh, I no, got I'm you. just saying like, yeah. in terms of the, the minutes and the, the time spent and the stress on his body for the three extra wins that would come this year, period. Like because he played 40 minutes or because he didn't miss a back-to-back. I get it. I guess it's kind of like one of those things where if you're going to lose, then you might as well. Like once they started as bad as they did is more of like, okay, like adjust, adjust whatever the plan was for this year. I understand you're not good. You understand you're not good. I'm happy that you understand you're not good. So at this point, preserve the one thing worth preserving. And yeah, I said the one thing worth preserving. That is another reason no, why. I tell, I hey, think, everybody on the roster, understand. No, I'm this fine is with Wimby's it. team. Yeah, no. The depending on the player, everyone's available. Depending on who we're talking about, because over the weekend we did have a trade, and Anobi went to the Knicks in essence for R.J. Barrett quickly and some picks somewhere along the line. So when you see that, you're like, well, damn. Depending on the player, I like everybody's. OG. I like OG as well. But, you know, speaking of tonight, they play Memphis tonight in Memphis. Hopefully they get some good barbecue. I'm not a big fan of dry rub. But when I look at Memphis, again, every time they play a team that I see that's, like, built in the draft, mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, okay, what are we looking like? They have your, they have Jaron Jackson, Jr., Desmond Bain, and, of course, John Morant. Mm-hmm. They look different with Ja back. Oh, a lot different. Way different, but again, I, you know, I look at Oklahoma, I look at the Denver's of the world, and I and I start to look at the Spurs roster, and I'm like, okay, do we have that? Do we have a Bain? Do we have our Jaron Jackson Jr.? We have our Jaw. Our Jaw is Wimby, but do we have a Bain? I think Vassell. Do we have a Jaron Jackson Jr. who's a Defensive Player of the Year? Do we have no. that? No, we don't have any of that. That's where I'm holding them to. I'm not. I'm not holding them to championship. You know, I'm just looking at the teams that started at the depths of hell and trying to work their way out. Or do they have to blow this thing up in the summer? I mean, because again, that's all they, we can talk. We can't go game to game because again, the season's a wash. Think so, about what else. They've so now done. I'm looking at the trade deadline and I'm looking at this summer. Think about, and you have to. You have to look at the. Uh, to me. That's what this first part of the season was about. Once they figured out that they were bad, it's about what fits with Wimby. Or the first part of the season was figuring out what Wimby is because we heard about it the whole right. the whole off season. We don't know what Wimby is. We don't know if he's a three, a five, whatever. So it feels like they've kind of narrowed in. He's he, at center. He's going to play the five. Okay, cool. Now it's what works around him. So we're starting to see Keldon come off the bench. We're starting to see other things. They're starting to put things in different places to see what fits and who fits best with Victor Wimbanyama. And the closer we get to the trade deadline, the more action I think we may possibly see. The biggest tell is going to be what happens this offseason. Because now if they know where Wimby is, 
It's about building around them. It's about what fits around them currently. That's what they're doing right now. And then this offseason is about, all right, how do we best build around him? But, you know, you talk about Memphis. Okay, they figured out what they were. They made some postseason runs. And then they go out and get Marcus Smart. Yeah, I forgot all about that. That was a great move again because, you know, you got to feel like if you're Memphis, like, okay, we have our we have our big three, kind of, sort of, little mm-hmm. three. You want to call them little three. Now, what do we put around it? Luke Kennard. I like Luke. Mm-hmm. Spreads the floor. Mm-hmm. It makes it, but it, they, they went makes and it got easier the for Ja to operate. They get, went and got the things to kind of, you know, Marcus Smart can score 20-something, but he doesn't need the ball in his hands. No, no, no. And he's a defensive specialist. You have a guy that doesn't need the ball, and every now and then he'll drop 25 and it's gravy. No, the, the Spurs don't have that either. But again, it's one Steven of the, Adams they traded for, if you remember. I always love Steven Adams. He's just a bruiser, sets good screens, his, rebounds, tries to block shots. Yeah, he knows his job. I mean, and again, so. Do and, the Spurs on this team, do you think any Spur knows their job right now? Do the Spurs even know what the Spurs' jobs are? Well, Pop got mad at us, not us in particular, but he, he should be mad at us. He 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 brought up the fact that you know we get a little crazy. Yeah, like hey, yeah, I heard all you people, you know, criticizing us. Yeah, we're gonna pick an assistant coach from the pool. You you experts probably talking about us radio guys because mm-hmm. again, he ain't talking about national because nationals aren't talking about Wimby anymore. So he's talking about us local yahoos, and okay. there's only one really local sports station i'm not sure what anybody else is saying so he has to be talking about you and i Pr- most likely you you've been probably pre- you've been pretty harsh on everybody but wimby i have my issues with wimby but yeah i think everybody has their hands in this but at the same time but does anybody know their role to full to bring it full circle no who knows how, but, their how, role? but how can you wimby's playing i don't think it, i don't think the spurs so hands st- playing point guard I don't think the staff knows anymore, because they're but. trying things out. Now that the season is a wash, it's like when you're in the golf, you know, you're out there on the golf course, the round's gotten away from you, you start working on things. Sure. Right? Or you're so far ahead, you start working on things. I think that's where they are. So I don't think anyone's supposed to have a designated role. Once the season got out of hand, it's like, okay, let's do this starting lineup. All right, let's put you at the one. Let's put you at the three. Let's put Wimby at the five. So, no, I don't think anybody knows their role, but I think that's by design because they're trying things out. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. But at the same time, can you? Can, is it too hard to act? Like, the one thing that we've all kind of been clamoring for. What's that? Let's let's get a a legit point guard on the floor with Wimby. I, in most cases, when when it's something like this that's been driven home so much as far as the point guard position, most times I feel like okay, that's just become the thing to say. It's it's like easy for everybody to go to, you know what I mean. But in a league in an NBA that we're in right now, where it's point guard dominant, whether you talk about Luca, whether you talk about Shea, you know, when the the days when it was Westbrook, the days when it was Derrick Rose, you got Ja Morant, you got Steph Curry. Because the point guard position is so prevalent in the NBA today, I don't think it's low hanging fruit. I do think it's a legitimate gripe, even though it's probably we probably harp on it too much. Pledge, I do feel like it's a legit gripe only because that position is so. I look at Jamal Murray, I look mm-hmm. at Luca, I look at Shea, I look at Ja, I could go on. I look at Dame Lillard over with Milwaukee. I could go on and on, right? Mm-hmm. So it does matter, even though it's low hanging fruit. 
But that's not going to get fixed this year. I've no. given up on the point guard thing. Like if you're not if you're not going to just give the job to Trey, then I'm just going to leave it that you're going to do it in the free agency. Even yes. though you had a chance to get Fred Van Fleet, you chose not to spend money. And I understand. And I don't know if Fred wanted to come San Antonio anyway. But I understand that as well. Like because of them openly saying, like, we're not sure what Victor Wimbanyama is. Nobody really does. Right. You had to figure out what he was to figure out how best to build around him. And so you don't want to commit a lot of money to something that may not be a fit. Fair. Because then you have to start attaching picks to get get out from under bad contracts and stuff like that. So I think part of it is let's figure out what, what we're doing with him. And once we figure him out, we can figure how best to build around him. And I think that's part of the process that we're going through. And speaking of process, Pops, I understand he said this season's about wins, but he's also told us in the past. Not anymore. He's told us in the past, you don't skip steps. And so there are steps to trying to figure out this Victor Wimbanyama thing. Yeah, the wins, that, that's gone out the window. Now we're just trying stuff to see what sticks. This has been the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Join us weekdays for the latest on the San Antonio Spurs and the NBA.